Okay. Further information into the psychological aspects of doubt. We have worked through many different layers, and let us now do the exercise. In your chair, closed eyes, acknowledging the environment. It's there. You can hear the wind. You can sense your environment with your body. You feel the room, and you're aware of the room, and you're aware of you being in the chair. You feel the floor. You feel the chair as you sit on it. You feel your legs. You feel your stomach and the straight line of your back. You feel your arms. You feel your ears. You feel your nose, your mouth, your face, and your head, and your neck. And you loosen up your shoulders a little bit and close your eyes. And breathing is an important part of the inner work exercises. Breathing calls our attention to our body. It calms us down, and it teaches us how to focus on our internal processes. Breathing is important because it teaches us how to focus on our inner processes. So breathing in itself is not just about putting air into your lungs. And making your heart pump, and bring oxygen to your red blood cells so that you can function, and by that have an active brain. This is a turning the wheels from the brain thinking that everything that's going on in the body is for the purpose of the brain. This is to teach the brain its right position in the hierarchy of your body as being the processing unit of energetic information. As well as the processing unit of receiving the different types of energies, computing them, understanding them, and putting them into the right box from where we can perceive reality as it truly is. The brain has many layers of distortion. There are five fields around our brain that are filled up with all sorts of、uh, past life memories, emotional patterns, thought systems, thought processes. Uh, thought forms and technology and code systems and what have you, and in the emotional field for females there are nine layers. For males there are seven layers, and I'm here talking to the people or the humans that were born into our reality field into the Truman Show、uh, prior to the 2000s. After then, of course, we know we get more fluidity in. The aspects and understanding of gender, and this is not the group that I am technically talking to here in this type of meditation practice and inner work awakening processes, because they are in many ways awakened in their own ways and have their own mission statements, and their energy systems works in dissimilar ways due to their holographic energetic architecture. This group is some of the、um, aspects I will work with in the Randgreen dot one、uh, website, where I is、um, working with the higher order energetic, psychic energetic features of what it means to be a multidimensional human. So that's further down the line where we begin to have civilizations of other universal matrices races that are here in whatever human form they choose. In whatever gender they choose, and in however they choose to biohack the form that they have been given, and altering it into something else, whatever is suitable for their consciousness capacities 
and what they feel is the rightful way to do things for them. And we will, in the same manner, work with our holographic energetic architecture and our biology as well as our emotional and mental fields due to our generation and the way that we have been engineered and our original uh, challenges that comes with being part of the colonizing um, era from where we are freeing ourselves. As with all freeing processes, nothing is simple and easy. So we have that in mind, not that it creates fear, not that we are to be intimidated by it, but we know it so we have a realistic approach to our inner work and to our processes of doubt. With that foundation, we kind of know that, okay, I have doubt because it's put there to block me. I have doubt because I have fear around what I'm going to do now. So the first thing is that we look into and saying, okay, is it blocking or is it fear? Is it technology or is it my own processes? And with most things that with new territory for us to learn to master, the fear is most likely connected to our own emotional processes as well as our own history inside the solar system and beyond. So that's the first step. And that is part of our emotional field. So even though we would like to overwrite doubt with mental processes and telling ourselves, I can do this, I got this, I just need to do this and this, and then I can do it. We also need to understand the subconscious fear processes that are running like waters beneath our emotional field and our logical senses. And of course, I'm talking from the standpoint of being a female born in 1968. So I, I am of the old classification of what we uh, see as gender, as well as how that gender is connected to the physical form, as well as how that's connected to specific emotional processes. Males have doubt as well, but it works in a different manner. So those of you who are males listening to this, you will deal with what you can from here and what resonates with your energy system and perhaps take it as an exercise in activating what we could say the more female version of your inner processes more than the male version of the inner processes because the male brain functions differently than the female brain. Your amygdala uh, responds differently to fear than the female body amygdala responds to fear. There is a tendency for males when they feel, feel fear to act out, to do something, to pump up adrenaline and be ready and do something about it, fix it or challenge it or go against it. Whereas the female brain is more oriented towards fight and flight, so to speak, the flight level of it, where males are more oriented to the fight. Females are more oriented to the flight. So we respond differently to fear processes. That often leads to depression and self-denial and different types of denial processes. But the fight processes can as well be denial of what's actually going on, acting out on it and going out and kick some cans or do something like that, instead of looking inside and realizing that the fear that arises from this is tied into some emotional processes that where it would be more fruitful to put the double hand position, find compassion, find calm, find the golden energy 
that you can put in your thymus and feel that self-nurturing kind energy in the processes of doubt you have. There we can meet as males and females in the compassion energies, the golden compassionate energies of our heart field when we feel doubt. Whatever gender we have, whatever physical form we have, whatever type of psychological structure we have, whatever self-perceptions we have, we can unify in the golden heart field where we feel self-nurturing, self-care and relaxation and feel comfortable in our own physical form. That's the first level of achievement when we are processing the, pro- the, the waves of doubt, the waves of fear, as well as the waves of being insecure of what we need to do as the next right move for our awakening process and our recalibration process of our three lower fields so that they, they can merge with our original holographic energetic architecture. You should now sit calm, relaxed, focused on your breathing with a double hand position on your thymus and your heart field, feeling the golden energy, the kindness towards yourself, the kindness towards the world. And in that calm, kind energy, feeling your in-breath and out-breath, breathing in, Feeling how you breathe in the air, not only to your lungs, but also into your stomach. Feel your stomach rise, be filled with air, and then breathe out. See and feel how your stomach gets flat again, and how you push out the air through your mouth with all of the distortion and whatever should be there of cleansed air processes, difficult way to say it, that will lead to a feeling of being invigorated by your breathing. When you breathe, you should feel more calm. If you don't feel calm, then focus on why am I not feeling calm when I'm breathing? What is intimidating by the breathing processes? What is it that gets in the way when I breathe? Sometimes it's actually in the solar plexus. Solar plexus is on top of your gut, on top of your stomach. That's where a lot of nerves meet up. The solar plexus is tied into different energy centers that goes with both the chakra system, but also some of the old Atlantean teaching systems. So put your left hand on the solar plexus and caress it a little bit. Stroke it back and forth as you would an animal that you need to calm down. In the moments of fear or doubt, or if you feel the panic that rises up from your stomach when you breathe and really breathe. Understand that when you really breathe into your stomach, you might actually begin to activate some deep, old-rooted psychological processes from childhood. Many people are what we call surface breathers because they have disconnected their head from their body because that felt more safe, because being in the body is fearful. It was um, too over-emotional. It was felt too much. It gave stomach ache. It perhaps created headaches. It made you feel uncomfortable. 
especially around, for instance, parents that were arguing or other types of influences that made you feel unsafe. So the solar plexus is where the root of the energy that creates the ego is situated. Hence, many children have stomach ache. But it's also a nodal, a huge nodal point, a huge hub of many nerves. And that is influencing what we could say the processes of the gut. The gut and the, the kidneys are also connected. And they're also connected to the fight and flight, which goes with that if you feel fear, the solar plexus kick in and begin to shut down all of the processes of the body that are no longer necessary so that you can run or whatever the body needs to do. It shuts down all of the inner organs and pushes out all the energy to your legs or to your arms, as well as to the certain levels of the brain that will ensure that you will respond in a manner that will protect your body. Hence, many people that are in a constant state of stress gain weight produce too much adrenaline as well as too much cortisol that then begins to break down the cellular structure because the body is always in a state of fight and flight and by that it's no longer calm enough to process what you eat. It will just be gathered as fat so that you can respond in a proper way. It keeps pre preparing itself for a situation where it can run and use the ATP or the energies of the cells to run and get out of that stressful situation. So many people have stress in the solar plexus, they have fear in their heart, and this connects to the mind as well as the emotional field and producing some of the foundational layers of doubt. So when we talk about fear and when we talk about fight and flight and stress and not being observant of the now and not being willing and ready to be in the now, and feel our body again, then that's the solar plexus. And that's something that happened in childhood. When you put your left hand on the solar plexus, you can put the right hand there as well. Give calm to your solar plexus. Envision yourself as a child, feeling insecure, feeling fear, feeling some kind of unsettlement, perhaps bodily discomfort and calm yourself down as you would to a little animal or to a child and make your body feel seen, heard, acknowledged. You can talk to your body with your left hand on your solar plexus. I got you. I'll take care of you. You're safe. I'm here. And then the body might respond but you weren't here, you weren't here for so long, why are you suddenly here now? Can I trust you? That's the first part of the process of reconnecting to your body via the solar plexus, is to gain trust and regain trust between you and your body where it knows I can trust that brain and the processes of the brain and that ego that has created itself inside of me. Because in many ways, your body and you are two different beings. Your body is a kind of elemental being that is nested in the biofield. And you need to learn to collaborate with that elemental being. That is, in essence, what the original chakra teaching systems were all about. How to work with the different elementals that are connected to the different layers of your biofield and your emotional field. But that's a whole other story. 
So, first part is to create calm, golden, kind energy in your heart field. And that's difficult for many. And the next layer is in the breathing, where you create trust and a feeling of feeling safe in this energy work. And if you, for many reasons, can only feel the fear or feeling how unsafe you are in the breathing, then you should continue with the golden energy in your heart, the kindness, and how to breathe that kindness into your solar plexus and create trust with your body. Your body, the biofield and emotional field, are technically connected through the solar plexus. The heart field is technically connected to the higher levels of your energy system, the higher order holographic energetic architecture. So when you create the golden calm energy in your heart field and you create the safe calm energy in your solar plexus, then you're beginning to build the bridge between the lower fields and the higher fields. For many, the golden energy in the heart field will suffice as a visual imagery, a kind of self-made, calm, golden vortex. And for those of you who say, well, what kind of kindness should I put there? Well, imagine yourself out in nature. You can imagine yourself sitting on a meadow and the sun is shining, the sky is blue, and you feel the soft wind around you. You can feel how the soft wind touches your skin. It touches your hair. And you can feel how the environment is soothing, nurturing, and makes you relax. You can either stay standing, sitting, or perhaps you can lie down on the meadow, all depending on what suits you best. But as you're there, I suggest you sit down and you look at the flowers of the meadow, investigate each flower and find one particular flower that you want to investigate further. You don't pluck it because you're kind to nature and it's not your place to pluck the flower. The flower has its purpose as part of nature and not as a cut-off flower in your hand. Look at the flower. We could envision a daisy. See how the white leaves are there. Each one of them has their own little type of texture. You can feel the texture. Do it with kindness. As you imagine yourself sitting on a meadow on a sunny summer day, with a kind breeze, blue sky. We could say an early summer day where everything is very green and very delightful and something you have yearned and longed for during the hot winter times. Finally, spring is here. You can hear the birds chirping and everything feels exactly as it should be. Focus again on the flower. See how the wind touches the flower and makes its little head not back and forth. Appreciate the flower. Feel the connection between you and the flower as part of the flower can be seen as a symbol of an access point to earth energies. Appreciate the flower for being there, radiating its beauty, showing you how beautiful the world is and how that beauty 
can be connected to your heart field and how you in many ways are like the flower, you might be able to walk, but you are also radiating and emanating the beauty of the surroundings, the beauty of the world that you are part of, and you feel the kindness between you and the flower grow because it's fragile. And you're fragile in many ways on the subtle energy levels. And kindness is an important feature of how to work with the subtle energies of the heart. The golden energies come from kindness. And pointing kindness towards other living beings, beginning here with the flower, because that's easy. It doesn't demand anything from you. It doesn't reflect anything back to you other than what you project into it. So if you project beauty into the flower, it will radiate that back to you in gratitude. And the kindness that we are looking for is the kind of exchange of gratitude, of being comfortably situated in the world, of being comfortably aware of the world. With this kindness in our heart and gratitude, we can now begin to center our attention towards the solar plexus and transfer some of that kindness and gratitude to the solar plexus. And for now, give some of that calm in the solar plexus so we won't feel stressed. We're relaxing, acknowledging our body, breathing. And if we slip into some emotions of fear or some emotions of wanting to move around, or the body tells, I can't sit in this, I can't be in this. Go to the meadow, feel the sun on your skin, feeling the breeze, feeling the beauty. Look at the flower, touch the flower in your imagination, feel the gratitude, project it to the flower, feel how it radiates gratitude back to you and reconnect to the imagery of kindness gratitude, and for now, a state of tranquility and beauty where you as a human being can envelope these emotions into your bio form, into your emotional field, and sit in that type of calm, caring gratitude of being here in this moment, in this now, breathe, be alive, come alive. Sit with that energy for a while. And if that's all you can do today, then that is a high level of achievement because with that calm, clarity can begin to grow. With the knowledge of how to receive that calm, with that knowledge of how to unravel stress, unravel fear, unravel feeling unsafe, you can begin the journey of reconnecting to your physical form and reconnecting to who and what you are in the lower fields, not with disgust, not with anger, but with the understanding of this is like an animal that I need to take care of. The ego is part of it. That's built upon different kinds of energies and structures and patterns. 
But I have more than that. I am more than that. Working with the ideas of multiple versions of yourself that is suitable to operate in different types of energy states and in the processes of doubt, you are to find the most suitable interface that you have between the lower fields and your original energy system with the purpose of making a choice that creates as little distortion as possible. Dealing with doubt and figuring out the choices that we are to make make are all about finding solutions, strategies, systems, ideas, purposes, function, emotional states, mental states, biological states that generates as little distortion as possible. There are no perfect solutions. There are wholesome processes. There are processes that generate less distortion. There are processes that allows you to grow further. There are processes that pushes you into different forms of crisis that might feel uncomfortable while you're in them. Hence the importance of learning how to calm yourself, how to get rid of stressful energies, how to find the golden ratio between the solar plexus ego structure of the body and the elemental beings that are connected there so that they will collaborate with you and the higher order energies and consciousness potentials that eventually will descend into your heart field, operate it via the heart field viability rates and begin to transform the lower fields from where you can ignite the higher order energy system into your physicality, your emotional field and your mental fields, building the bridges between the multidimensional aspects of reality and the three lower fields that for now are confined within different types of emotional and mental patterns, all engineered to keep us stuck within specific patterns of mind and patterns of emotions that makes us feel comfortable and are allowing the elementals to be the governing principles of who and what we are, creating what we understand as the human ego. The matter of the fact is, you have been many different beings, have had many different functions, and your consciousness is multidimensional. And as we have learned in psychology, we can put on different hats, take on different roles that are most suitable for the situation that we are in. That's why we begin to change the ego structure into a permeable, changeable, functional, intermediary interface system that aligns with the processes of the body and the three lower fields to adjust in a manner that is most suitable for the situation that we are in. Literally learning to live in the now with full capacity, full awareness, as well as full understanding of the energetic processes of why this is happening, of what is going on, what the process is all about, what the clearing dynamic should be, what the right approach should be, and what the right action should be, hence the right choice. That all comes down to energies, the understanding of energies. Hence, we must learn how to make our ego structure permeable, as well as activate the higher order energy system so that we from within get the knowledge of how to respond in a manner that is most fruitful 
for our continued journey in clearing our energy fields so that we can begin our full and true progression journey back to our full capacities. Back to the question of doubt. Should I do A, should I do B? Well, it comes down to what is most fruitful and useful for your higher order energy system to activate. Will the choice you're making inside the Truman Show, will it lead to more distortion or will it lead to less distortion? And here it would be neat if I could give you some simple instructions. Here, of course, I can only refer to the many, many videos and teachings I have made as part of the whole academy. For now, the energy exercises you have done will take you quite far. If you learn to do that, your life will begin to be seen through the light of life can be challenging. It is not always comfortable. And one thing is for sure, as you go deeper into your psychological processes that will lead into the distortion energies, that will lead into why you're here in this form in this life. A lot of uncomfortable feelings will arise. A lot of what we could call suffering will arise. And the techniques I've given you here to calm yourself and understand the purpose of why you're doing it from a different, more complex level of information will be the foundation of why you should keep going. And if nothing comes out of it other than just being in the meadow, feeling gratitude, feeling calm, feeling your body relax, being able to breathe into your stomach, being able to be in your body, feeling comfortable in your body, the achievement there in itself is already creating less distortion. That goes into over-eagerness. We want to be further than we are. And we must put us back to basics all the time. Breathing, feeling our body, feeling calm in our body, feeling safe, feeling that the energies that we are made of calm down, the elemental beings learning to work with us, understanding that our approach to our body must be nested in kindness, that our work with the reality around us must most of the time be nested in kindness. And then, from that perspective, begin to work with the perceptions of the challenges that we have ahead of us. Yes, later on, kindness is not always the correct tool. That will change. And this is not about becoming hostile or malevolent. But kindness takes us into the realms of what we could call discernment and inner knowledge that opens up the gateway to the heart field and the inner knowledge where trust can begin to build bridges to the higher order energy system, where the elemental beings of your body, the patterns and the energetic parasites of your emotional field and the mental processes will learn that inner information, what comes from within, can be received and does not need to be blocked out. Because doubt is not just about outer circumstances. It also ties into inner circumstances. And if we have fear about making choices in the outer realm due to feeling insecure and not trusting ourselves and our own abilities and feeling that this leads to stress, 
Then we will take the same type of dynamic because it's a psychodynamic, and we will put that onto the information we get from within. And then we are in a catch twenty two, where we can't move on the outside and we can't move on the inside. So one of the ways to go around doubt is in the physical world. Often, when people have this is very very base program, but if people feel thirst, many people do not go and drink water. Instead, they postpone it. When you feel thirst, you go and drink water, assist your body. When you need to go to the restroom, you do what your body tells you. You begin to build the connection with your body again, so that the body trusts you to take care of it. Step one. Step two. Emotionally. Learn to respond in ways that are transformative. I talk about that in the whole academy material. Most of the processes there are all about how to reconnect and how to grow our potentials, so that we can do what we need to do. Understanding that our body and our lower fields are the tools that we are to transform to becoming the tools that will build the bridge to the higher order energy system. We cannot deny who we are. We can learn to encompass it. We can learn how to transform it, and we can learn how to be in alignment with it, and understand this is who we are now. This is the world as it is now, and how do we deal with reality as it is, and how do we deal with us as what we have become, and what are the needed processes to regain who and what we used to be, so that we can move forward once again. Once we have integrated our past. Transformed it in the now, we can begin to build the bridges to the recalibrated solar system transitioning energy system that is needed for us to meet up with the requirements of the future. As always, there's much more to be said. But until next time, take care. Take care of yourself. Take care of the world. Know that. The more you are rooted in calmness and kindness in your own body, whatever comes your way, it will be easier for you to find that balance point, where you are okay, again, where you can feel safe, again, and then you can be ready for whatever the world put up of challenges, because you know, yes, you will get thrown off, yes. Something will come in the way because life is not easy. This journey is not easy, but at least you know that you can take care of yourself, that you can nurture yourself, and you are the one that will do whatever you need to get you going, to keep you going. You will be able to heal yourself. You will be able to repair yourself, and you will be able to get the knowledge that you need. So that you can do this specific journey that's important for you. That's the first most important step, and once you have that self confidence, once you understand that you can do this, then doubt will not be the over enveloping fear or blocking mechanism because you know, I know how to do this. I just need to calm down. I just need to feel the kindness. And then the solutions will come, because I got this, I got you, body. I know how to do this. I used to be able to do this. I can regain that ability, because everything in our world now is pointing towards the ability 
to reconnect to who we once were, who we truly are, and what we truly can become if we choose to do so. So until next time, take care.